Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode 200 something. 200 something. Yes. So many episodes, we don't even really keep track anymore. Well, I mean, that's true. And if it's an interview, we feel like <clears throat> we owe it to the people we've interviewed to get it up kind of ASAP-ish, right? But yes. uh, <clears throat> if it's just me and you blabbing, and if it's not time sensitive, then we'll put it well, up wherever, I guess. The irony of it is when it's just you and I blabbing is usually when it's more time sensitive. Sometimes. So, but yeah, this, so, okay, you can reach us, of course, punk till I die 77 at Gmail or on the punk till I die podcast Facebook group. Right. And also you can reach out to us on a, we do have Instagram, but punk till I die till has two L's. So yes. don't so don't just do the one L because if you do you'll like go somewhere you some, else I don't know you'll get some poser yes thing. exactly exactly um, so it's two L's T I L L I die so that's yes. us yeah well and of course I'm Tom and that's Neil that's right I mean I think that's right. I am Neil right? I, I am Neil that's true yes, yes. or or uh, was it Tim and Noel as the McCrackens <laughs> Tim and us? Noel yeah exactly well, you call a guy a guy by the wrong name one time and it wasn't even us it was Heather. Right. And the funny thing is, I mean, there is another podcast, another punk podcast, where the hosts are Tom and Noel, which is pretty fucking no, weird. No, it's Niall, right? It's oh, Niall. oh, Niall. Niall, yeah. Tom and Niall, yeah. So how weird is that? So, Yes, we won't give their name, but they're, it's funny because they call themselves Mid- Midlife is in the title of it. Shoot, I already gave away too much information. <laughs> and they're way younger than we are. Yeah, they're way So they're not even Midlife they're, bastards. I don't even think they're like Fakers. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really middle-aged. Actually, I'm past it. I'm past middle-aged. No, you're still middle-aged because your next, like, stop is elderly in, like, like five more years. Yeah, but mid-age for me now would be 120. I don't think I'm I'm living to that. Middle-age is just a period of time between the ages of 45 and 65 is what's called middle-age. All I know Middle is I'm, I'm I'm much younger than Charlie Harper, and that's that's all I care about. That's right. Yeah. And and once again, the only uh, this week you continue to outlive various celebrities, even though I can't remember which ones this week. Well, Tom Verlaine died this week. Oh, we should say if we'd have been nice, we should have played a, a television song. No, he's it, yeah, he was in his seventies. I didn't. I don't yes. know if he was ill or anything. No, I. You know what? I never did see a. Uh, cause, he always cause he always looked sort of ill, didn't he? Like he, he did. He, he must have weighed like one hundred thirty pounds. He did. He? If he was in Wild West times, I'd have thought he was had consumption or some some well, such thing. Well, it's funny because right? one of the tributes I saw was from Patty Smith, and she said, "If I was a man, I would have been Tom Verlaine." I'm like, "Is that a compliment? <laughs> I don't even know what that means." I'm not sure what that means. Man, Patty Smith. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. <clears throat> Patty Smith. Uh, you a fan or no? Because punks are very split on Patty Smith. Uh, I, I, I'm not really into her, I got to admit. I mean, you know, listen, if I get a little, like, piss factory or right. I'm a rock and roll nigger or something like that, I can listen to it for a few minutes. But I'm not. I'm just generally not a big Patty Smith fan. I, I mean, it is tough to listen to. But, you know, when I got into this with someone on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, they were like, oh, she's just a stupid hippie. And that's what Johnny Rotten said. So that it seemed this kid was just like parroting that and you go Sean you had one song and that was like Piss Factory or whatever I'm like well you know what that's not true and that was recorded in 1974 so you know she gets credit well, for that and cause... I do love it I do love it when people parrot other people because most of the people who now have a real problem with Johnny Rotten are parroting someone too yeah that's true and I'd, I'd imagine that Johnny Rotten has really changed his tune on a lot of people you know since his since his angry days in 77 78 like now he's uh he's mellowed he's just like a, just like a deflated 
beanbag chair. <laughs> well, he's still got he's still got his own thoughts. They just don't uh, correspond to the majority of what people, the majority of punks think should be punk rock. You know what I mean? I guess. <clears throat> I still sort of admire the fact that he's able to, even if I agree with him or not agree with him. I love the fact that people still get so worked up about what he says. Yes, that makes I do me too. makes me laugh. <laughs> and you know, and I was thinking about that because we talked about Fat Mike, our last solo, our last solo episode, and I went on a rant and rave about things. And I'm sure, like all the anybody young who was listening to us is like, okay, boomer punk or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, that's Mike's the same thing. You know, he knows how to push people's buttons. Yeah, and he does that just by. Oh, being... I don't know why because he <clears throat> will admit that he's trying to push your buttons, and still people get upset. That's the best, right? Well, it, it is because he's just being himself, and that's the beauty of it, right? He's just being himself, and Johnny Rock well, is just being I himself. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's being himself or not. I don't know. I, I don't know him authentically, but well, I don't think he's playing a role. But um, just like Blag, you know, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, oh, but maybe. but harking back to our last episode, <laughs> this might make you think less of Reckless Records. But I saw today that Reckless Records is having a hearing party for the new Paramore album. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. That's really great. Good old Reckless Records losing its so, credibility once one month a, at a time. That's a funny thing. And unfortunately, we're on a little bit of a time crunch tonight, so I can't go down too many rabbit holes. But that that used to be a thing, like listening parties. Like, I remember when, you know, of course, like the Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction was like a huge record, right? Yeah. But then they put out those terrible double that double user illusion volume one and two follow-up where they released a double album individually but at the same day or whatever maybe they're week apart i can't remember and they had a listening party at one of the local clubs here and we went to it and it was just so silly and i see metallica is doing that with their newest record so what's it what is it like a demo or something i mean not a demo no, promo, just, a promo like, or something and they're playing it only you can only listen to it at, at this club a week yeah, before it comes it, out or something if, but the thing with the, like the metallica one i think they're doing it like one day in advance Huh. So then everyone the guns, can decide they don't want to buy I mean, it. <laughs> I can wait. Yeah, I can wait one more day. And I, I don't remember the Guns N' Roses. I honestly don't remember. I don't know why we went. You know, it's funny. I went to all these shows and all these events and stuff over the years. And sometimes I sit back and go, why would I have possibly gone to that? Hmm. But that's all right. Well, these days with everything streaming, what is the point of a listening party? Because people will just stream it before they decide they want to buy it anyway, right? I mean, well, but there's something – there's some value to like the communal listening experience. All those Paramore fans getting together. Well, yeah, maybe not Paramore. <laughs> if you listen to it and like you're sitting there going, man, I love this band, but this record kind of blows. And you look around and you can see other people have the this record blows look on their face or the opposite. If you're like, wow, this is really amazing and everybody's all pumped up, at least you get sort of that, that feeling. Now, it doesn't mean – everyone else in the room won't love it and uh you know neil will hate won't hate it but i do uh, feel like there's something to that communal experience perhaps perhaps yeah no, I've, 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 I've never done it i've neil. never done I guess it yes i am i guess i'm the hippie now maybe i'll have to go to this paramore listening thing <laughs> just to, just to go Dude, there and spread some spread some misery so, that would be so funny <laughs> and just, just just walk around with all the young millennials or whatever and just repeat what fat mike said it's like I heard Hallie gives really good rim jobs or we're, whatever. We're a no FX t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Yes. I have a feeling that you might have to pop out for a while and then come back and let's finish this episode. That's just a feeling I have. You if think, you think we're going to go long? No, I don't think we're going to go long. Well, we haven't, we haven't even, we haven't even introduced what we're going to talk about tonight. Well, I'm going to introduce what we're going to talk about and then I'm going to play a song unless you want to play a song. All right. You go ahead. Want to me to go first? Okay. I can I can play for a song. It's not not a problem. But uh, tell everybody, so, okay. tell the listeners what we're going to be doing tonight. 
Tonight's show is dedicated to 19-year-old girls giving rim jobs. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a different topic. That was your dream last night. That was the, that was the Paramore topic, Neil. Yeah, right. I remember. Try, yes. try, try to keep up. No, I remember. I remember. I was just I was trying right. to get you out, in right. trouble with somebody. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. So if you if, if everybody remembers, I'm sure, last year we had Jim Ruland on who wrote the great book about SST Records. Yes. And he was it was very interesting, I thought, because it's the closest you could get maybe to getting into the mind of Greg Ginn or, or some of the artists from that era, you know? Yep. And when a couple episodes later, Neil and I, you know, you and I did a deep dive where we really <clears throat> dove into the SST catalog. Well, I we, still... I, I I have to say that I I didn't do that deep of a dive because there's very little that I know about the SST catalog. Well, it's funny because well the SST catalog is so diverse and right. there's so much just terrible garbage in it. Right. Just like the jam the jammy stuff and like the proggy instrumental stuff and it's just man and, but the scope of what SST has put out was was astounding too. vast yes so many different bands and so many one-offs and two-offs and I'm reading this weird book right now about hardcore bands that went melodic it's the most amateurish book I've ever read in my life but but it's it, it's shocking how many bands were on SST just made one or two records for SST but anyway my point being we had hoped to kind of go through a bunch of labels over the course of uh you know, over the course of time, over the course of the 900 episodes or whatever we make of this podcast before we die. And uh, the trick is finding labels that, you know, you and I are both sort of into. Uh, but after having Mark on from... Um, we did TKO do a second Records, one. We did we did do a second one. You remember that, right? Which one? Which label did we do? We did BYO. Oh, BYO. Yeah, yeah. another great label. Yeah, we did. That might have been inspired by, like, those trust reissues. I can't yeah, remember. probably. Yeah. Okay, so this is our third time doing this. It so is. This the, is our tr- third. the trick is, though, is finding labels that you and I both like. True. So, like, for example, we were talking about Fat Mike. You know, I, I have a lot of Fat Records stuff, but you don't. Like, you would really struggle to find five things, I think, right? Fat Rec, I might be able to do, but if you did Lookout, I'd be in real trouble. Yeah. Uh, you might be surprised. I mean, you know, Operation Ivy and Green Day. And <laughs> I think they did a Rancid EP. I think they might have done, like, the first Rancid. Did the first Rancid EP come out on? Anyway, it doesn't matter. You, but, it, you know, it's a good excuse to dig into it a little bit. You know, you and I had this conversation even earlier this week about how one of the real great things about us doing this is how we turn each other on to stuff. You know, yes. and I'm going to play a band later that I had never heard of until we started podcasting. And I don't remember which band it was particularly that you were talking about that. I Oh, The Criminals. Yes. I, yeah, exactly. After you played them uh, on the last episode. Look out, look out, look out band. Yeah. I mean, I, I fucking loved it. I, I, well, I love that. And I love that Blatt's track too. So I loved both so of those same bands. Same singer. Yeah. Same singer. Yep. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, we, we were so inspired by having Mark on, Mark from, uh, Mark Rainey from TKO that we decided to dig into that. And the thing we both found is, wow, we like a lot of this stuff. And we knew that going into it, but I was astounded by it was pretty hard to narrow it down to five for me, Neil, for you, you same problem. Very much so. Um, most of my stuff was from the early, uh, TKO catalog. I have to admit like 99 through oh, you hipster. six or something. Well, no, it's just, it, that's, what, like that's what it was. Stuff. See, because yeah. you had a, the, uh, later on, it was a lot of the anti-scene, you know, poison idea stuff, but early on yep. it was a lot of, uh, street punk stuff. And that's, that's what I 
purchased. So well, that that was, and I don't not to step on you because I don't know what you're going to play, but yeah, there was the reducers, uh, lower class brats. Um, man, I was looking th- when I was looking working at randoms, yep. working stiffs. Yeah, when I was looking through there, I was like, man, so many of these bands, I have you know an album or two by or a single or whatever. Um, I did focus on some of the bigger artists, no question, and everything I picked was from an LP with the exception of this first song I'm going to play. Okay. What is this? So, you know, I'm a huge fan of the split seven inch single. Indeed you are. There's something magical about two bands, each playing two tracks and combining for a four song, seven inch or whatever, five song or three song or whatever. Now, do you prefer, Um, would you prefer it when the bands sound completely different from each other or do you like it when they, they're kind of uniform in their sound? Well, I, you know, they don't have to, they don't need to sound exactly the same. But it's cool when you pick one up and you only know the band on one side and then you hear the other band and you're like, wow, this is really cool. I actually like the other band better or, or something <laughs> like that. Um, now, this one is actually – they've done a bunch – TKO did a bunch of them over the years. I mean, Dropkick Murphys and Annie Heroes, some some real cool stuff. But this one, um, man, it's one of my favorite split seven inches. It's uh, Anti-Scene and The Meat Men. Okay. So the Meat Man only did two the two singles for TKO Records. They did this and they did that Easter single, um, and uh, it's funny. It's called a tribute with two heads, and they each do a Sex Pistols cover, and they each do a, I think a Gigi Allen inspired song. I don't think they're necessarily a Gigi Allen song actually. Okay. So the first song we're going to play is The Meat Men, and this is also on their Savage Sagas album, which was their last studio album, which was actually really good, too. So this is The Meat Men doing Rock and Roll Enema. Tesco V and the boys there, Meat Men, with Rock and Roll Enema. What year the is last that? last version of the band. Oh, 14, 13, 14. Oh, it, oh, so it is pretty new then. I mean, yeah, yeah, new pretty age. new. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and I'm not exactly sure, but I would guess around there. It was the last, basically the last version of the band. Um, and there was, Meat Men had, you know, three or four distinct, very distinct versions of the band over the years with just Tesco. Um, so we're doing this Casey Kasem style, lest I forgot to mention it. So that oh, was... We are? What does that mean? We're counting them down. Oh, we are. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know like that. Like I did five... Do you not have an order? 
No, not really. I love all mine. I love all mine. <laughs> but it's fine. It's not a not a big deal. Um, it's funny what you well, were just I, saying the about. I put that one in fifth is because it's a single, and the other ones are LPs, which are more of an artistic statement, obviously, because it's got you know a dozen songs or whatever. All right. Well, I can put them in order real fast. That's easy. That's not a problem for me. Um, all right. What do you play? What are you going to play for us? Now? Well, I was just going to go back to what you just said about the split. And, you know, knowing the song on one side and then discovering a new band on the other side. That's actually how I discovered the Raging Nathans for the first time. Mm. Do you remember that split? They did yeah, they the... do a ton of them. Yeah. Do you remember that split they did with the Parasites? Yep, I got yep. that one. Yep. So that's the uh, I I, I did terrible sleeve. Terrible I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. So that's when I first, very first heard the Raging Nathans. Yeah, interesting stuff. No, yeah, they have a ton of them. I, I put my a picture of my collection on the... Uh, Facebook group the other day, and I have I think I have eleven of them. They have eighteen total or something. Wow, yeah, that was crazy. How many records they have? Yeah, yeah. Well, he puts out his own records, you know. Yeah, but still, he's got to write. We'll, we'll have to have we'll have to have Josh back on. I've listened to the new record once or twice. It's called Still Spitting Blood. It just came out. I did too, and I In listened January. to their. They had a what was the last split single? Who was it split with? They got one coming out with the Mike Eard band. They just announced, but it's not out yet. Um, I don't know. I have so many of them. You know, it was a band. For, it was a band from England, I believe. But anyway. Oh, that Pizza Tramps. Yeah, Pizza Tramps. That's it. That's yeah. like no. That's quite a few years old. Oh, that's it is. Cool. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I just listened to it last Saturday for the first time, and yep. I listened to that after I listened to something else that was really disappointing, and I don't remember what it was, but um, that one was really good. That raging and the two raging Nathan songs were by far the best songs on the record. The so. pizza, pizza trips are good, though, aren't they? They were right. I, yeah, they I were was right. Sh- I was the Raging Nathans like, were better. I thought no band with a name that stupid could be good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll remember what the shitty band I listened to before that was. <laughs> but was... I hear, like, I, they're English, Pizza Tramps. Yeah, so I hear people talking about being good. I'm like, uh, you know, it's just one of those, you just kind of, eh. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was a band I was supposed to go and see last weekend. It was, was the uh, Chinese Telephones and the Breakdowns. Okay. You didn't like either of those, huh? I didn't. I was going to go see them that night, and I listened to their albums, and I was like, I'm not going to see this. Our but... friend Mark from DUIs was there. He was. Uh, that yeah. would have been a fun show, I think. See, I like Breakdowns. They're, they're, they're weird, man. They're angular. They're more out there than the typical pop punk band so oh for sure weird. yeah the time signatures are weird everything's weird right yeah they just reminded me of another band and i can't think of who else right now but they reminded me very much of another band hmm. and uh but anyway yeah so i decided not to go and i think mark was kind of pissed off about it but sorry about well, that mark. sorry mark yeah all right you <clears> won't <throat> disappoint you when he gets his slippers on it's hard to get him back out of the house <laughs> Especially to a band I, I don't really care about. How's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chinese yeah. telephones are from Milwaukee. They're yeah. they're they're pretty cool too. I think. Uh, no, I did not like them at all. I thought it was super <laughs> right. average. Well, you know, it's one of those things where I've talked about this before. But when every song on the album is the same pace, the same structure, the same, it's just all the songs blended together. And it was like, come on, guys, throw in a slow sound one like or my, do something like my mother, different. No, do something different. So listen to the Clash. Every every song was fucking different. So anyway, well, not according to my mom. <laughs> well, there you All go. right. So what are we? What is this leading up to? I'm gonna play. Okay, so um, TKO in the uh, early 2000s, they put out a couple of singles by Smogtown, our oh, friends yes. from. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I guess they're from somewhere in Southern California. OC, right? Um, so I am gonna play a track that they had on the. Uh, they had a double seven inch actually called All Wiped Out. 2004 yep. and this is one of the tracks from that it was an eight track double inch uh, double seven 
And this song is a very offensive to uh, lots of people out there right now, I guess. This song is called Sex Offender Gender Bender. short and sweet that was smog town there coming at you with sex offender gender bender i swear we played that already uh no i've played i've played different smog i've never played that before haven't you okay no i think hey, i'm gonna breaking I, news neil what the this the i was saying that that seven inch i played the first song from yeah. had a had two sex pistols covers and had a couple of gg allen inspired songs yep any scene played one of your favorites. Belson was a gas. Oh, Jesus. The, the only Sid, Sid Vicious Penn song with just the Pistols thought actually you, did. Just thought I'd let you know. Okay. Belson was a gas. Oh, I heard the other day. So now i got to look up my list because I... I know it. I've got your list. <coughs> well, I've got it too now. Well, so did you have a hard time picking these five? Because I had a really hard time picking five for me. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, and that's because I had too many. I had a hard time. Oh, yeah, yeah, down. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I, <coughs> holy cow, can you a spit take? Yeah, me too. It's that, time, it's that time of year. It's that time of year, mate. I do feel bad that I didn't dig into some of the more obscure stuff, because mostly what I played is some of their bigger acts, but the fact of the matter is, <coughs> just there's some great albums that I love. So next up is another band that I don't think you're a big fan of, Electric Frankenstein. Electric Frankenstein. No, I bought an album of theirs because I liked the look of it, and you you talked them up, and I played it, and I didn't like it. And in fact, I that's ended right. Up, you gave it to me. I ended yeah. up giving it to you. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I love this band. I don't know why. I don't know what your problem is, Neil. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's trying to figure that out, Tom. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but um, this was probably my favorite Electric Frankenstein album, start to finish. What's it called? It's called Burn Bright, Burn Fast, and they're another one that. They have like 100 plus releases, just constantly putting out singles and splits. And mm-hmm. then, of course, albums that compile all those singles and splits, which that thing you gave me was a compilation of right. various singles and splits and other stuff. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you, the audience, be the judge of this. Coming in hot at number four <laughs> on my top five from TKO Records. This is Electric Frankenstein, Burn Bright, Burn Fast. <laughs> Sun was a shooting star instead, and what I am to you, I have now become. And in the name of greed, they profit when you bleed. 
could have been a bright sun, but was a shooting star instead. from I don't know where the fuck are they from New York New York the boys from New York electric Frankenstein just love that I love that guy's raspy voice <clears throat> now I know you have some electric Frankenstein because what a split with somebody yeah with uh, the cheats okay I probably never listened or do you to not it, have so. that no I, I do I think I do that's yeah. great it's got the, it's got a dead voice cover on it's good stuff yeah I don't think I listened to the electric Frankenstein side um <laughs> So what? What I album? Let me tell you what I met when I met Mike Blanks from Blank Seventy Seven. I'm such a big Blank Seventy Seven fan. I met Mike and and they put out their last album. They put out it was like ten years, fifteen years after their last. They did a split with a band called The Parasitics, a split twelve inch. And eventually, uh, they put it out just their side on a seven inch. But anyway, I'm talking to him. I said, you know, that, that was great. That was a great record. You know, the other side was great too. And he said, I don't know. I never flipped it over. <laughs> It was just it was so glib. I don't know if he was just being being a cock or what, but it was made me laugh. Can we get him on the show? He sounds like a man after my own heart. I don't know. You know, it's funny. He's he's 
he's a funny guy and he's he's got a great sense of humor and he's but I don't know that he would be interested. I, I uh you know, and I don't know, I say, you know, I think there's any chance those classic they have three really classic LPs get get reissued and he's like, No, I don't think so. Which al- like, which album which well, um, which album? Be called, which which label were they on? Uh, um was it six weeks? What? I can't remember if it was six weeks or I don't remember or I don't remember what labels. I have to look it up. But there was three classes, three kind of. They had a lot of stuff too. But the three classes were Killer Blanks, Tanked and Pogoed, and CBH. Those were their three that were. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. You know, they were a lot like what, like mid two thousand or something. Uh, yeah, nineties. No, oh, no, nineties. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pretty much quit playing by the early two thousand. All right, let me see if I can. Boy, talk about a rabbit hole. That's fine. Radical records. Radical records. Radical records. Okay. Not that... our. Not to be confused with our radical records. The label run by Dave Dichter from MDC. Oh, interesting. Okay. Radical records. But anyway, but he's um, uh, but he's like, no, those are in the past. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hmm. that's what reissues are, though. The past, you know. Well, you would. I mean, you make some money, right? Wouldn't you think he'd want to do that? Oh, they're just too much I... hassle. I don't know. I mean, did you get the feeling he doesn't really do it anymore? They they don't play a whole lot anymore. They they they, they fly all over and do like festivals and bigger shows and stuff. Okay. And they play yeah. a little bit locally. They're from New Jersey. Hmm. Anyway. Older guys, right? Yeah, and a female lead guitar player. Okay. We don't see that very often. No, okay. you don't, especially back in those days. Once yeah. again, it was something that we didn't think about. Now everybody's so obsessed with inclusiveness that we focus on these things. Back in those days, like, oh, cool, a guitar player's a woman. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. really... Fair. The bass player is a black guy. The guitar player is a woman. The drummer might be Puerto Rican or something. Well, exactly. You didn't think about it, and that was the best way to be. Nowadays, yeah. it's such a thing that everyone fucking points it out. So now it's yeah, like, exactly. it's become this huge fucking look thing. At our, look at our show. We have all this representation of all these different groups. <laughs> so who cares if they all suck? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think when the Gang of Four played at uh, wherever they played, uh, Bottom Lounge a couple of years ago, yeah, they had all those flags out behind them. And it's like, nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. I mean, I I, Jesus care. Christ. I you care. care? Tender Tom yes. cares? I do. Tender Tom cares. Regular Tom doesn't give her ass ass. <laughs> yes. All right, Neil. What's, what's well that? done, what's... everybody. I'm go- okay. <laughs> going, from a, going from a band that's very politically correct, I'm going to one that's completely the opposite. Um, <laughs> the U.S. Bombs recorded a couple of singles for, oh, uh, nice. for TKO. And one of them uh, was... Uh, Torah, 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 which was uh, actually originally a movie about the uh, Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor, oh, yes. of course. Yes, um, There was also an 80s hair metal band called Torah, Torah. They were not very good. Okay. Well, I, I but of course, the, you know, the image you can throw a lot around with that is amazing because just lots sure. of Japanese, you know, uh, inspired stuff. Um, I don't know if that's what Dwayne was thinking when he wrote this song. Probably not, but uh, who knows, right? In the mind of Dwayne. But he anyway, he's on crystal meth, and he wrote a song called Tora, Tora, Tora. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's a great song, and it's from two thousand and one. Uh, and let's give it a listen. So, U.S. bombs, Tora, Tora, Tora.
go with that one that was U.S. Bombs, Torah, Torah, Torah. And if it seems like we're racing through the show tonight, we kind of are, because Tom has a hard stop at like in like an hour or so, well, half an hour or something like that. So, Plus, everybody loves listicles, Neil. We don't need to go long. Uh, everybody loves all long shows, I think, to be honest. It's a listicle. Well, but, but we have a lot of music in it. What was that word you just said? Listicle. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just a... Never even heard a, of that word before. It's a list. Listicles. Well, it's like... You remember when, you know, when you were a kid or whatever, you get the newspaper? Yes, sir. And then eventually it just uh, degraded to pie charts and lists. That's like the USA Today. Mm-hmm. That's where we are now. We're doing pie charts and lists. Pie charts and lists. Good name for an album. Um, do you... To, to, to turn on when something it, else so, for a second. So, what, what, let me... One question first for you. Yes, I'll, I'll defer to you. But... Dwayne Peters, what year did he hit his head? Um, that was actually, that was, I think, about 2010. Okay, so 2001, if you wrote a song about the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor. I almost said Japs. That's so funny. I would have ne- would never used that <laughs> word in my life. What, are, you jo- Japanese- are you joking? I used to say Japs all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like I've never said it, but it's obviously not very, very nice. Oh, it's hold on a sec. Oh, okay. Let, let, let's talk. I, I, I tried to be... I tried to be mean spirited, at least you know, not in public. I had a I had a conversation with people at work about this the the the, the other day. It's like I was doing a, an imitation of someone's accent, and they're like, "Oh, you can't do that! You can't do that! Shh, be quiet! You can't do that!" I'm like, "You guys do impressions of my fucking accent all the time. Why? Yeah, why is that? Man. Why is that different? Why you're is that, a white man? Yep. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a I'm a minority because I'm from another country. Um, but why is it okay <laughs> to do? That, why is it okay to be like make fun of the Irish or make fun of an English accent? But it's not okay to make fun of somebody else's accent. Whatever. Fuck. I. They, well, that is that is anyway. kind of a. There, there's a certain amount of truth to that. This sort of modern concept of you can't make any you can't make fun of anything if you're punching down. It's just so, it's so, just comedy. So could, it's so comedy. They're punching up Neil because they think you're a rich white guy. So they're allowed to punch up at you. Well, they haven't met me, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny, you know. Have you seen like the Simpsons character Apu, the guy who did the voice, just can't stop apologizing for having done Apu for like thirty years, right? Right, right. and it's, it's not like it's he like, makes comedy, and Apu is a beloved character, exactly. Not... Yeah, I mean, it's, is it cheap humor? Yes, but it's not degrading humor. So would it have been better if it... humor, dehumanizing humor? Would it have been better if it was a if it was an Indian guy doing it? Would then it have been okay? I don't know. Well, that's what we're getting to, right? I don't like to see straight actors play gay characters. Like, like that's what acting is. You know? I, like, I mean, it's, like it, sucks to, it sucks to be the it sucks to be the guy in a wheelchair. What you have to cripple yourself now to get those prime wheelchair roles? <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr's got a, a whole rant on that. Bill Burr's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. If you play a dead guy, you actually have to be dead. They have to have to fucking cool down there out there. Otherwise, it's not cut, right. cut, cut. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that was U.S. Bombs with Toro 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 anyway. That's a, that's a great song. They only did two singles okay, I'm sorry. on you there. Okay, but... so, you were going somewhere, Neil, before I interrupt you asking about Dwayne Peters' brain thing. How was I? I've completely forgotten. What were we talking about before oh. that? I don't know. You're having a brain. Oh, I, I know. I, I know what I was going to ask you real quick. Okay. Um, does your little town, does it have a local newspaper? We do, believe it or not. A natural paper thing that gets delivered three Comes out three... every two weeks. Okay. Wow. Crazy. So it's, yeah, it's very critical i'll tell you what it is neil you know what of course we used to get the graduates press big paper for years i got it like i was the only person i knew from my generation who read the newspaper you know religiously mm-hmm. but then they knocked it down to like three day a week delivery but didn't 
take the price down. You had to get the rest of it online. And it just, it just, they jerk you around to the point where I got rid of it. And I haven't had it for years. And it's fine because now it's basically like a, a leaflet that's mostly pro business propaganda, as far as I can tell. And probably it's like they don't have any stuff, right? They don't even really have any reporters. They just let the businesses write their own good copy. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's pitiful. The news is, news is pitiful. Well, I was going to say, uh, but, so the uh, Liverpool used to have a paper called the Liverpool Echo. Well, it still does, but it used to be a real newspaper, um, a regional, but it was still a real newspaper. But now it is just, it's like, it's been written by like 20 year olds. It's like this, like gram, you know, gr- grammatical mistakes and spelling mistakes and uh, shit yeah. like that. And it's it's that. absolutely yeah. pathetic. It is the absolutely pre- pathetic. Press, yeah. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, no, I noticed that too. And also these younger kids, once again, I, you know, I hate to use the term woke or whatever, cause it makes people tune out, but they throw in these little politically correct digs into the news and that's really not what news is you know yes exactly where they stick their opinion in there that's that's not news and that's the problem too with a lot of the news it's not news it's editorializing and if you're too and a lot of people are too stupid to know the difference right so you're doing a great disservice to them and then it gets repeated and before you know it it becomes truth even though it wasn't truth pretty indeed. much indeed pretty much so what have you got next buddy so I'll tell you what, this is a great one to lead into the. Oh, what I was going to say with our local paper here, it comes out every two weeks. So my parents had their 50th anniversary relatively recently. So that's where I ran the thing. You know, I did the picture of like when they were teenagers and they were getting married and then the picture of them now and like the list of all the grandkids or whatever. Congratulations. Because the big, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. My 50th <laughs> birthday, hot on steel. Um, but the, uh, because like the Grammys Press, I don't think anybody reads it anymore. Like, so the obituaries and stuff like that that used to be the bread and butter of the paper, it's gone to all these little local papers. Hmm. So like when I die, when my parents die, when my grandparents die, I doubt we'll even put an obituary in the like the big paper. It'll probably only be in the local paper. It might not even be in a, a local paper by the time you die. That's true. They might just shoot it into the sky and fireworks, or I'll uh, <laughs> get one of those planes, get one of those airplanes with the drags the big messages behind it but i'm going to be sure to post it all over facebook because i'll still be alive there you go (laughs) and i'll have one of those bizarre dead accounts like those accounts you know that people are dead and they're still commenting or something like because their spouse is still using it or something i lots of my friends who are dead who died years ago have still got open accounts on facebook it's fucking freaky when i see someone's birthday is coming up i was like what that's the only reason you're able to maintain those friendships neil is because they're dead you You would have alienated them by now son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right backlash Listen, buddy speaking of speaking of alienating people yes so this might be an unpopular choice for the particular album that i chose but you know i'm a big NEC fan we yes. had jeff on of course uh they are one of the most crude sounding bands out there you know just really raunchy great bare knuckle punk rock so i'm actually gonna choose a song from their boys from brutalville album which i think came out in the real early 2000s um but man i just like this raunchy sound and once again it's about uh sort of you know saying something off color or something that people take wrong and it's it this is from boys from brutalville this is any scene with backlash
Anti-scene coming at you there. Angry men with an angry message. <laughs> yes. No, that would be me. I think, you know, the thing with, like, the, the, what's their message? Their message is leave me alone. Right. That's the proper punk message. It is. Not, please provide health care for me. That's not a punk message. Not a punk message. I mean, I, I'm not even arguing the merits of it. I'm just arguing whether or not it's a punk message. I got into it with somebody today. <laughs> <laughs> about something like that about uh i i don't why do i do the things i do i don't know why i guess i'm you you because you like to argue too much time on my hands but, just, but when i say you're, stu- an argue, you're an argumentative person i mean you should know that about yourself you're 60 years old but know tom thyself, but tom if you <laughs> know thyself that's a good song um if someone says something that's completely wrong don't you feel like you have to like correct them or if someone says something stupid don't you feel like you have to call them stupid and put them in their place not really, and I'll tell you why. Because you're just getting drawn into their stupidity, and you're generally not going to change their mind, and you're the one wasting your time. So who's really stupid? I mean, there's times. If somebody says something absolutely retarded, you know, it's 3,600 miles from the Earth to the sun. Right. Or something like that. 
then you need to call them out. But I, I, I don't know. It's just it, it comes down to this, Neil. What is your time worth? Uh, because well, you're engaging with these morons. I know. I kind of enjoy it. I kind of enjoy calling an idiot an idiot. It kind well, of, it kind you know, of, it like kind I said, of that's, that's, my boat. I'm, I'm, listen, <laughs> if you die before I do, if you die before I do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to somehow put on your on your tombstone something about died doing what he loved, arguing with strangers <laughs> on the internet or something like that. You know, they always, they always say, people, nobody on their deathbed says, I wish I'd worked more. Uh, nobody on their deathbed says, I wish I'd spent more time arguing with idiots. Uh, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they. I don't know. I, what, you, know what it, you know what? You know what it was. Listen, Someone... we're gonna have to agree to dis. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. Yeah, um, that's all right. Just play us another song. All right, that'll, that'll fix things. All right. So for whatever reason, I don't remember what what Mark said, but um, they signed Slaughter and the Dogs for a while for a couple of albums. Um, in the early two mm. thousands. Did they make new albums? New albums or yes. issues? Yes, they made they made at least oh, one new oh. album, and one might have been live, but uh, they made one new album called uh, Beware of, and um, okay, that was in two thousand one. And I am going to play a song called Helen New York. So it's a slow. So was that with like the the original singer, or was this like that trans singer that came later? Trans. <laughs> Didn't they have a trans singer? Oh, like I know exactly what album? you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, no, this is the this is Mick Rossi and uh, oh Jesus, why am I drawing a blank? Fuck the original singer. The original, okay. yeah, the original, the, the main two guys. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. So this sorry, is, play this, play this song. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. Helen, New York, slaughtering the dogs.
All right, that was Slaughter and the Dogs with uh, Helen New York from uh, the album Beware Of in 2001. And I actually believe that was off their second album as well, uh, Bites Back, uh, from like 78 or 79 or whatever that was. And that was the one with the other singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ted, yeah, that's right. Uh, Ed Banger, right? But he named his, he's changed his oh, name Edwina, to Ted Wiener, to Ed Wiener or something like that now. Yeah. Yep. Because I remember reading, uh, I was, uh, I did a news piece for New Noise about that, and I'd never heard of this person before, and I'm doing this, and I'm like, I wonder if Neil would like to, I, I don't think I ever reached out to to her, but I was just, I wonder if Neil would be talking to this dude. But, Originally from Ed Banger and the Nosebleeds, I believe. Yep, I think that's what, I think it's back to, I think it's Edwina Banger and the Nosebleeds, or Ed Banger and the Nosebleeds, I think it's back, she's back to that. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I, I don't know. Look at you using the correct pronoun. Look at you. Everyone's very proud of you these days. I don't intentionally. I don't know. Yes. I'm not here to be a jerk to anybody, Neil. <laughs> Unless they be a jerk to me first, in which case I'll rain hellfire down on them. You think you're not, but you do it sometimes unconsciously. It's all oh, good. I do. <laughs> it's amazing. I saw, I saw somebody, Neil, post something about how they got sent to Facebook jail for a pro- for something to send a private message and i'm like and i'm a little skeptical of that because you and i have sent some stuff back and forth that you'd think we'd get suspended for facebook yeah that's before. not right that's not true that's that I didn't is, that's so. absolutely I mean, not true I mean, you could I be should... sued they could be sued for millions and billions i'm for sure that. they're recording all of that so when i run for president it'll be released but uh vote for tom crandall exactly pride of Cooper's no, i'll use my professional name tom trauma tom trauma at that doomsday clock all that much closer to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true enough. Yeah. All right. Listen, Neil, my next band, like I said, you kind of turned me on to them. I did. And uh, they they only put out two full-length albums. They're both on TKO, even though the second one, which I'm going to play a song from, was like co-released with Bats Gates, right? Yeah, Bats Gates, yeah, exactly. Like a skateboard shop record label. And that band is Broken Bones. Broken Bottles, my friend. <laughs> Broken Bottles. Broken Bones was an offshoot of... Uh, discharge. Discharge, that's right. Are you drunk? The funny thing is, I'm not drinking because I had to go pick my daughter up. Yeah. Broken Bottles, everybody. Broken yeah. Bottles. And rest in peace, so Jess the Mass. The singer is dead, unfortunately. That's why they only yeah. did two albums. And, they, you know, he was in the dogs and... Yep. Fantastic they, voice. Love they it. did an album or two. Yeah. Kind of kind of reminds me of Social D, but a little more straight punk. Yep, exactly. Yep. But uh, yeah, so this is from their second album, Hospital, and this song is called California Sun. <laughs>
ourselves were on your side. Broken Bottles there, not Broken Bones. Broken Bottles with uh, California Sun. And both of the Broken Bottles albums are fantastic. I would urge you to look them up if you uh, if you were of the mind. Short the- bangers, every song is great. Yep. Uh, you know, a- uh, just angry and, you know, good punk the, rock. The first one you can get pretty reasonably priced. The second one is kind of hard to find on vinyl. Especially, you've got that nice split-colored vinyl, right? I think it's like blue and yes. clear or something like it's that. A, yeah, it's I nice. think the hand, uh, cover might be hand-screened. Yeah, I think I got it from Batskates, and I think that's Jess's brother. And he put all yep. kinds of stuff in the package for me, yep. including like flyers and all kinds of shit. So it's, I got uh, it. I got stuff. mine from our pal Richie at Garage Rock Records with a 10% discount with the PTID, the Eternal ten percent PTID discount. Case. Yeah, you guys Come should on. not. Yeah, you guys shouldn't forget that. So go to garage. Is yeah. it garageland.net or whatever? What is it's it? Garage Rock. Garage Rock. Just okay. Google Garage Rock Records. Okay, and if you mention um, Punk Till I Die, you'll get ten percent off. And I think he. I wonder if he's setting up a physical store or some kind of a pop up or something because I. See I him saw that. Yeah. Posting pictures and and also and I don't know where we're at on this, but our buddy Mike from uh, Sexy Baby Records slash uh, Loud Pizza Records slash Commonwealth be, Barbershop, yes, is the store attached to the barbershop? No, this the barbershop is in Chicago. The store is going to be up in by where he lives in like Highwood, in one of the northern suburbs. Okay. Anyway, I'm I haven't. Talk, I haven't seen him or talked to him. Hopefully, I'll get to the city or we'll talk to him. You know, maybe we'll have to have him on and talk to him again, catch up with what's going on. Yeah, for sure. He's a very um, interesting dude, man. He's got yeah. so many stories. So yeah, we we you know listen, we, and and Mike's been a sponsor of ours, and we just we appreciate everybody uh, who's supported us and you know kind of helped us out over the years. So yeah, so we like you to support them. So yeah, Garage Rock, Loud Pizza, check them out. Yep, for sure. That was an aside. That was an aside. Is it my song or your song? It's no, my, your song. my song next. Um, so I've got. Uh, you've heard the band of Generators, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, They're playing punk rock bowling. Yep, SoCal, SoCal regulars. Um, they put on an album on TKO in two thousand and one called Tyranny, which is uh, I think it's fantastic. I got it in CD. See, in these days, I was buying everything on CD because you really yeah. couldn't get it on vinyl back then. Could yeah, you? it was so, very, very CD, very much CD yeah. era. Right so before I've, CDs died, really. Yeah, so I've got all my CD CDs all in my garage now, just in big boxes that are probably freezing <sighs> in this weather. Um, I got mine up. I got mine up. 
displayed. You do? Okay. Draped and displayed. Um, so, yeah, so they put out this album, Tyranny, in 2001, and this is the first song off of the album called Down in the City, and it's excellent, and you should all listen to it. So here you go. That was the generators with down in the city, and I think they're still going. I think they still play festivals. Well, like I said, they're like playing that. punk rock bowling. I don't know if it's a one off or they are. Uh, I have a split ten inch with them with some other band. Hmm. I think it's a pirates, but it might be on 
DQ. Hmm. Um, speaking of big events, Neil, should we talk about our other events since it seems like this is really coming together? Yeah, for sure. No, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll... So another, another friend of ours that you should support failure records and tapes, Matt is going to try for the first time this year at his place to do a Joey Ramon birthday bash. And of course, his place is um, Bonus Pints. Bonus Pints in Logansport, Indiana. We've yes. done two shows from there. Um, good I'm friend sure we'll do show. another one. Yep. Yeah. Good friend of the show, Bonus Pints. And what's the record store called? It's called The Record Farm. The Record Farm, yes. Logansport, Indiana. Which um, I got to tell you, you've been, in, you've been in there since they, you know, because yep. they had two little stores. And then they combined into one bigger store. And I got to tell you, last time I was there, I was very impressed with this selection. And uh, I picked up a couple things. And uh, it's it's a it's a great little record store. I mean, for to, for a town that size to have a record store that good. So it's, I mean, I mean, it's crazy. it's 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 amazing, right? So it's yeah. a record store in the front, and then there's you know it's like long and thin, and as you go towards yep. the back, that's where Bonus Pints is. It's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's got pin pinball tables, arcade. It's got old yeah. school. It's a bar. Old, it's a yeah. barcade. Right? Barcade, yeah. yeah. His wife's an exceptional cook, so the food is really very elevated for what you'd expect in an arcade you know what i mean you're not getting arcade food it's not you know right. weird nachos and stuff right it's it's very good food and and questionable yeah, we, hot and, dogs no yeah exactly my wife loves there she loves the food uh we've been there several times neil's been down there a couple times we went down there once or twice without you so yeah we're uh we're looking for this thing so far we have the pots locked in and i don't know if the other band is locked in yet so i don't necessarily want to say it but um, I think yeah, yeah, well, I think we're hoping to have like three because it's Joey Ramone's birthday bash, so we're yep. hoping to have three pop punky type bands, maybe doing Ramone's covers, a lot of Ramone's covers and some originals, yep. obviously, but also yep. Ramone's covers. So I think it's going to be three good bands, and I think people are going to want to uh, go to Logan Sports. It's only a yep. couple of hours outside of Chicago, a couple of hours outside of uh, the Grand Rapids area where Tom is. Yeah, Indianapolis, like, you know, yeah, less you know, less than two hours from Indianapolis. Uh, the putts are, um, and they don't play much anymore. So this is kind of a kind of a cool thing to get them to play. And like I said, we kind of got another band lined up that are some friends of ours from Chicago, but it's not set in stone yet. So we don't want to we don't want to jinx it. And uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be like I said, three bands. And uh, I don't know what we're gonna do as far as podcasting. Um, maybe we'll kind of. Because it's a Friday to... night, right, Tom? Yeah, it's, it's a Friday, Friday night, night but yeah. I still wouldn't mind trying to have a few minutes with a few of the different musicians. But maybe not broadcast it because we had trouble with that, but maybe we could just kind of find a corner and talk to some people or something like that. Yeah, we'll figure something out. And we might be able to figure some better way to broadcast it. I mean, I don't yeah, think it's going to cost that much money too. to well, buy I, I don't know if we'll have time on Friday night. And maybe, we're hoping maybe, and this is once again still up in the air, but we're hoping to... Have our buddy Dr. Disc from Goldmine come down. And if he does, he's got some great, like, uh, we're going to do some fun giveaways, like for record stuff, Ramon's theme stuff, stuff like that. So, yes. You'll definitely want to be a part of that. Or honestly, if you don't show up, that's great too, because then Alan will just give us the records and we'll take them home. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, whatever, exactly. whatever you want to do. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah. So, that should be so. a good one. And then next weekend, I've got in Chicago. Uh, it's not oh, it not, not this week coming up. It's the one after that. It's the eleventh, tenth, yep. and eleventh, right? It sounds of the street festival at Reggie's in Chicago. It goes every day from like two till ten or whatever. So I'm gonna. It's gonna be a long day on the Saturday for me. Um, but yeah, so that one's gonna be a good one. And then two days later, there's Teenage Bottle Rocket and Raging Nathan's. That's yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna be and, at Reggie's uh, going two to days be in a row. In the Dominican Republic, getting fatter and 
probably finishing off what's left of my poor liver. <laughs> so, well, there and you then go. you're coming, you're coming to see me in March, yep. and we're going to go see the Meteors at one of my favorite little clubs here in GR. Tip top. Yep. And, and then May will, uh, and I, I got to say, it looks to me like the uh, Joey Ramone Birthday Bash is probably going to be a consolation prize for punk rock bowling. I just don't think it's going to happen. Agreed. I don't think it's going to well, happen. Well, and it's, it's it's multiple reasons for me. My wife was like, it's it's Addie's sweet 16, my youngest daughter, which, uh, whatever. I don't remember what happened on my 16th birthday. I have zero recollection of it. I'm sure my parents did nothing. Why should she have nice things? But anyway. Uh, but beyond that, we did, you know, we talked a little bit about this acquisition we're making, and it's put us in a little bit of a different financial situation where we're at least a little uncomfortable for a while. So I'm kind of a little hesitant to commit to spending, you know, the two or three grand that it takes to go to punk rock bowling. So I'm okay. sorry, everybody. Yeah. I, I would have loved to hung out and have a beer with everybody, but yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, and I think I'm going to be going to England in uh, late July, early August, and. Uh, the reason for that is obvious. Might visit my family, but also Rebellion for the first time. And actually, there's another festival in Leeds. Like, as soon as Rebellion ends, there's another festival in Leeds, which huh. is uh, it's so weird that they decided to do that. But maybe a lot of the bands are still in town, so they decided to have them play. Um, but anyway, so I might do that, too. Who the fuck knows? Because I love Leeds. Huh. So, maybe um, you should go to Leeds and just skip Rebellion because it's so massive. But... I know, right? Yeah, I've, I actually thought about that last night. Well, maybe, it's, maybe I'll you know, do that. And I'm going to try to, I'm going to, and I might be losing people, but you know that meme is this classic meme. Like it's been out there for like five plus years of this guy walking down the street with his girlfriend, but he's looking back at the girl who just walked past him. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. And then his girl's looking at him like disgusted. Mm -hmm. This meme to me is like, like. If I'm the guy, the girl I'm with is like these small little festivals that I want to pro I want to support. You know, the Savage Mountains, yeah, yeah, Camp yeah. Punksylvania, stuff like that. Good, true DIY festivals. But the girl I'm turning back to look at is the big corporate festivals. You know, it's the because <laughs> they always have bands that I want to see, big bands. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm always lusting for the girl who just walked by, even though I know she's not good for me. You know, she's poison. Poison idea. All right. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Holy yeah, shit, it I did good. that without, you know even, right. <laughs> without even trying. Yeah. My number one, Neil. Yep. My number one TKO release. Yeah, well, like I couldn't have guessed this. Jeez. Poison Idea, Feel the Darkness. Oh, this is so good. I've heard that, I read an interview or something where Jerry, the singer, basically said this album was just a bunch of stuff that they threw together. But it's like, to me, it's better than the albums that are coherent then. You know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. it's such a good album. I've played the badge previously. Yes, the badge. Let me say the badge. Sorry, badge with a B. <laughs> yes. Um, so I picked a different one um, and another great song. This is "Poison Idea" from Field of Darkness. This is Alan's on fire.
All right, Poison Idea with Alan's on fire. What year was that, Feel the Darkness? 91, maybe? Oh, wow, it was that early, okay. Yeah, around the time I graduated high school. 90, 91? Now, have you ever seen them? Yeah, one time. Okay. They played in Grand Rapids, actually. Now, were they still going, or did they break up a while ago? I don't think so. I don't think they're going. Okay. And he's he's one, honestly, like, I, I'm a big fan of the band. I think Jerry would be a fascinating one, but, like, he doesn't, I think I might have already said this, but he doesn't seem really like a, like he's super comfortable with the getting interviewed. Hmm. But we'll see. Maybe we should ask Mark if he's, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, the band's not going. He's still doing some music stuff, and he's still selling, you know, anti-scene records, but I don't think they're playing at all anymore. What do you mean he's still selling anti-scene records? Well, I mean, you order records from any scene. I mean, any scene. I'm sorry. He's boot. He's bootlegged anti-scene records. He's still, he's still selling broken bones records now. <laughs> but no, if you, you, sure you haven't if been you, drinking, if you, yeah, if you order some stuff, it's been a long week, freezing cold, like seven degrees. Yes, it's been a. And it has been a brutal fucking few days. Yeah, my brain's is. probably frozen. But yeah. no, but if you order poison idea records, like he'll send them to you. Okay. So he's still sort of in the Poison Idea business. I saw him what I thought was going to be their last, what might end up being their last show ever, because the end of the tour was in Grand Rapids, but then I think they ended up going to Play Rebellion or something like that, some big one-off shows. All right, so tell me what you would do. So this is a different, different topic. But uh, yeah. this weekend, this oh, Saturday... Oh, crap. Time's up. But no, right, no. The, well, I'll just be a second. This uh, this weekend, is mm. Naked Reagan is having this signing thing at Quimby's yeah. Bookstore. Yeah. If you were me, would you go? I have the rec. I have the record already, so I don't need it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that big into getting things signed. Especially, see now I'm for not- just the purpose of getting things signed. I don't know. I mean, if you if you had a plan to like try to you know get one of them on the show or or to you know connect with somebody you knew or something maybe, right. but just to stand in line with a bunch of guys who are. 10 to 15 years younger than you and are yep. drooling over their knobs. I don't know about that. I agree. I'm with you 100% on that. If it was a legend, if it was if it was Johnny Rotten or TV Smith or somebody, I would do it, but yeah. not, not for this, I don't think. No, well, no disrespect you, you for you guys. Of, but. Well, yeah, because they're a great band, right? But you kind yeah. of rubbed elbows with them. I did. Yeah, we we played with them, you know, so. So it makes it a little, I don't know, a little different. But, you know, I so I probably wouldn't, especially – you know, it's it's a pain in the neck for you to get to the city and all that. So, I mean, Unless, if, I, if, if I did, I guess they're having a pop up merch uh, store. So, if I did, maybe well, I'd go there to get a t shirt. See, now, or now maybe you'll some cool stuff that you'll regret you don't buy. So, maybe now that makes it. Uh, I don't know, Neil. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know. Anyway, see if you can talk anybody to vote with you. That's the problem. You need a friend. Neil needs a Chicago friend. <laughs> It's hard to get out of the house by yourself. Yeah, I don't there's know. That, that. Listen, there's that other meme that's going around. It's a billboard. It said, going to a show by yourself is better than not going at all. And it's absolutely true, but it's still harder to go by yourself. Uh, yeah, well, especially if it's a fucking one and a half hour drive. <laughs> one and a half hour, ten mile drive. If it was if it was, if it it was, was just down the street and I could walk there, I would agree with that billboard 100%, right? But uh, anyway. Well, you agree with it 100% anyway. It just doesn't make it easy having it being true, you know? Right, right. Um, all right, you know, what's 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 your number one? For my number TPR? one is a band that you really don't know at all. This is the Belltones. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. That was another band that I saw. I've heard like five songs from them. Every song I've heard, I love, but I just never, I didn't know them. Yeah, the Belltones are fucking fantastic. Reminds me of Stiff Little Fingers or something like that a little a, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this is off the. I don't know if, the, if it was the first album, but this is off uh, on Deaf Ears. Came out in '98. 
And this is, um, I think I've played something from this before, actually, but this is the first track off the album. This one's called yep. My Old Man, and it's a banger, and we're going to listen to it now. So here we go. All right. my favorite from tko that was the bell tones uh from their album on deaf ears with my old man so i um, think they're playing a club show i'm pretty confident i saw it that they're playing a club show punk rock bowling and our pals of drowns are opening great that's just when we've said we're not going to go to punk rock bowling you well, tell me that. dude, that's no, great it's killing me because like i said the anti-heroes are doing a club show which might sell out anyway before i can get tickets and then the next night annie norley who i've never seen are doing a are playing a club show. I seriously would like to skip the day and just go to the club shows. See, I, I couldn't do that anyway. We've talked about that before. You sleep all day, dude. No, or... I can't. Well, I can't do that. I actually can't sleep during the well, day. It's just physically well, yep. impossible for me. Well, I'll drink more. You go to sleep. But that's okay. Cause I'm sure I'll see them at rebellion if I go. So yeah. <laughs> that'll be just fine. All you know. right. Well, but... well, listen, once again, punk die 77 at Gmail. Uh, Punk Tide Eye Podcast, Punk Tide Eye Podcast Group. Send us your listicle. Yeah, so, yeah send us what, uh, what, send us your what you have. Now, I, all I'll say is about this TKO thing that we've just done. All great songs that we've played. So we've played 10 songs, all great. And it just shows what a varied catalog TKO has. Well, and we just scratched the surface. Yeah, man. we did. They yeah, so exactly. But unlike, T, unlike SST, there's, there doesn't appear to be any shit on the TKO catalog at all. Yeah, we, and I kind of said that to him. It's like he's he's really stayed focused on the punk rock stuff. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah, no so. no noodling 15-minute uh, songs like our friends from SST. What did you say? Christ. One metal record, one reggae record, or something, one Scott yeah, record? Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Uh, yeah. 200-something. Indeed. Anyway. 
All right. So anyway, yeah. you you go and uh, you got to you got to pick up uh, Addie, I, I believe, right? I so, pick my daughter, yep. And yep. Uh, I listen, man. I will. Uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Next time I talk to you, I'll be tan. Maybe you'll be able to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'll have passed out on the beach, and you'll be red on one side and, and <laughs> stone white on the other side. Bur- just get burned so bad the first day that I spent <laughs> the next three days laying in the hotel room watching cable. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife's yelled at you for a week. It but I'll tell you what, deal. When I'm get- going out to my car in the morning and it's three degrees. And I'm thinking, a week from today, I'm going to be waking up, and it's going to be, I mean, it, it's like 70 at the coldest, and it averages in the low to mid-80s. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yep. Sounds great. Yep. And uh, Another cheap holiday, another take, people's misery, Tom. Well done. I'm going to take my, I'm gonna take my <laughs> cell phone, and I'm going to put it somewhere, and I'm not going to carry it with me. So, mm-hmm. Sex pistols, holidays in the sun, cheap holidays, yeah. another people's misery. Well done. There you go. Well, <laughs> I, do, I do what I can do. Tip well. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, we're, we're checking out for tonight. Hope you enjoyed the TKO episode. And uh, keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free, everybody. Smell you later. Smell you later. Bye-bye. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart. And we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.